Well, thank you for joining us on this episode here on Viewpoints, and I'm your host today, and we're also here with Dr. John Gerlach. John, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be back. I wasn't here last week, but it's good to be back on the show and on the podcast. But I'm really excited about this topic today. We're still in our sermon series, Love in Action, um, and we're still talking about Jonah. But we're talking about an army of one. And John, before the, the podcast started, we talked about this you know, God's persistent grace. And so if we could just start there. Yeah, I think it it comes from chapter three, the first couple of verses where God says, okay, you know, Jonah's been inside the great fish, having a great time, <laughs> and then he gets vomited up. And then God goes, okay, now I'm going to come back to you the second time. And it's real interesting. I don't think God goes, hey, take a couple of weeks off, man. You've had a hard time. He, yeah. he doesn't do that. He just like immediately goes, all right, Jonah, second time, I'm going to tell you again, go to Nineveh and give them a message. And, you know, it made, just made me think about how that God's persistent grace, I mean, he gives to us that. But mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone back to Jonah. I'd yeah. go, let's go to the second prophet. Let's go to some other prophet. There's got to be a better prophet mm-hmm. that could be used. You know, and you, you don't send the guy who fails into the middle. But God has this kind of pattern of doing that. Mm-hmm. And... And we look at it and go, I mean, I look at it and I go, well, Jonah, yeah, he's, you know, but that's, I'm Jonah. You yeah. know, everybody's Jonah. Everybody's just like Jonah. And God comes back to us. Do you, do you feel that that's that way for every person or is it measured differently maybe in the eyes of God for each individual person? You know, I think it's, you could, you could say it's measured different. In my opinion, I think it's measured a little different. I mean, you've got different things, but I think God always wants us to have an impact. He's a calling, sending God. Mm-hmm. He like wants that. to call and send every one of us. It might be to a whole city. It might be to a whole nation. It might be to 10 people. It mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, just somebody that somebody works with. I mean, it doesn't really, but I think it doesn't change. He's a calling, sending God. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to give up on us. And I don't know, you know, I've kind of thought of it like this. I think we come to these crossroads where we say no to God. Mm-hmm. We, God says, whatever, you know, do this, take this next step, um, grow this way. Uh, and we say no. Mm-hmm. And I think God keeps back in his persistent, he keeps coming back in his persistent grace to go, let's go back to that no again. Yeah. Are you ready to say yes? I'm, you know. The word of God comes a second time, third time, fourth yeah. time, fifth time. Some people stay right there, mm-hmm. but God's persistent grace means he's going to keep coming back to us and going, okay, you said no to me for 20 years. Yeah. I'm coming back. And will you take this step toward me now? Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned that word calling, and I feel like there's a lot of controversy on that word because it's it could be churchy. Right, um, but it's something that I've wrestled with too. Is is there a calling on my life? Is there a calling on my friend's life? And um, do you think that's an important question to ask? Is there a calling on everyone's life and my life as well? Yeah, yeah. I think it is kind of a churchy word, but it's interesting because somebody came up to me um, a week or two ago after church and said, "You know, it's interesting because I think God's called us to Midland," mm-hmm. and I went. You know that's that's kind of interesting because I'm not I'm, that's not something we use terminology wise. That's almost as bad but, as Nineveh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah, I think it's it's definitely uh, God. 
you know, God's mission for us is that we change people, that we, not not we change, but we help people change through Jesus Christ. We, we help people go forward into God's plan for them. We help people in that. And, you know, I, I think he, I, mean, I just feel like sometimes we get, we just get caught in life. I mean, I'm about my goals, my I'm day to day. I yeah. just react. I'm, but I, I think everybody wants to. Okay, so let me ask you this question. I think everybody, like even as a kid, wants to do something great. Yes. I mean, like, okay, when you were growing up, like, what was your great? Was hockey your great? Yeah, I wanted to be an NHL player. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and even to this day, I ask that question though. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I know that I'm destined for something great. But yeah, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. that's what I was like. Oh, I'm going to be in the NHL mm-hmm. or something to that. Yeah, I, do. I just think everybody's got that. I mean, I had that. I mean, mine was. Yeah, what was yours? Mine was, man. I, you know, just to be the best looking guy in the world. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That one. It. There's something. No, that one. <laughs> it was. You've made it. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> No, it's it's it, it was, you know, it was professional tennis. I mean, that's okay. really what mine was. But then even into ministry, it was like, God, I want to do something great for you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what that was. I mean, it wasn't like it doesn't have to be the biggest church. It doesn't have to be the biggest ministry. It doesn't, none of that. I knew yeah. that wasn't going to be God's answer. So yeah. it was never that kind of stuff. But it was... You know, God, I want to do something great for you. So I think we all got that inside of us. I think so. And I think that's the calling part is I think we have to help everybody. I want to as a pastor. I think everybody's got to realize God has a calling on your life, not to just pay your bills, plan a next vacation. Hey, I got a couple goals. Rinse and repeat. Just do it over and over and over. And then you've lived your life. Mm-hmm. There is something great that God wants. Now, the question is, how does God define great? And right. How do we define great? Exactly. That's where people get, I think, messed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think God's perspective is there's some things that people have never even heard that people have done that God's going to go, that is the most great thing that could have been done in that situation because you touched these lives yeah. and you made a difference. Let me ask you something. So people talk about all the time, like I got called to Africa or I got called to mm-hmm. this. this. Yeah. And it's usually uncomfortable situations. But would you say, you know, everyone quotes the, the, the famous, you know, quote that you see all the time in Mardell's, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11. Do you feel like when God changes you that he says, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Do you feel like our desires become his desires? When we are aligned yeah, with him. Yeah, I think that's a great way to say that. Yeah. I think that's a great way to say it. I think he changes our desires. Because we can be pretty selfish, I mean, honestly, about about our desires. But I I think it is being more in tune with what God would want. Right. And, yeah, you said some good stuff there because I think it really is. I do think, though, you know, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. But I don't think it's go to Africa uncomfortable, uncomfortable necessarily. Yeah. Like I'm talking to somebody in my group the other day and like, so they, they volunteered for some, for a project something actually we had here at the church mm-hmm. and it was pretty much uncomfortable in, in the sense I've never done this before or whatever. 
And then they get called up on stage to lead the prayer for 300 people. Never done it before. Was that uncomfortable? Yes. Was it what God wanted? Probably. Absolutely. Impactful. Yeah, it was yeah. impactful. You have a chance to to do this. Would, would he have picked it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But... Really glad he did. He was really glad he did. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's like uh, the our media director invited me this this past week to go serve. And at the very beginning, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. But when we were there, being there, it was it was so impactful to be able to talk with people and have those personal oh, yeah. conversations mm-hmm. and to be able to serve. And so I love what you said. You know, Are you at, talking about that Chris guy? Yeah, Chris. Oh yeah, I've heard yeah. <laughs> the guy behind the camera right the, now. The guy. Yeah, okay. The, the guy can turn he doesn't off get our enough, volume right now. Doesn't yeah, get enough okay. credit. Um, but yeah, so stuff like that and being a part of a community group and, and having those moments is, is special. And I like what you said at first. You know, Jonah wasn't comfortable, but the impact that he had on the city was far greater than what he thought. Um, So John, someone listening right now to this podcast in the car at home, um, or maybe just, you know, on Spotify, what would you want to leave them with today? Yeah, a couple big things. I think I want to go to another passage, which would be uh, Genesis 12, where where God calls Abraham. Mm -hmm. So let's, you know, he called Jonah, he had something for Jonah, keep coming back to Jonah. But Abraham is real interesting because he said, "I, I want you to do this thing. I'm going to bless you. But there's a real key lesson there because he says, I'm going to bless you so you'll be a blessing. Mm. So I think part of what we've got to realize is the calling is, I mean, if I was to become a professional tennis player, I should only look at that in the light of how can I bless people because I'm a professional tennis player? Because otherwise it's just selfish. It's just, I just want to be a professional tennis player. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that great? You know, people will be, people know me, whatever. Uh, but it's very clearly the bottom line. And when God calls you and God, another one way to look at your calling is to look at your blessings. What have I been blessed with? And then That's how good. can I bless somebody else? It's really good. And then I think the other thing is that God does want you to get out of your security zone, get out of your, you're going to have to get a little uncomfortable because let's face it, when we're comfortable, we don't think we need God. Right. So some of it just goes together with our, I mean, God wants us to trust him. Sometimes the only way we'll do that is if we truly just get a little uncomfortable, haven't done this before, it's not my normal thing or whatever. And so, so bottom line, the bottom line of the bottom line would be when somebody says, hey, I'm not talented enough, I'm not smart enough. I, I don't have much, I don't have much time, I don't whatever, whatever, whatever. I think we go back to Jonah and go, hey, if God could use Jonah, who didn't do a great job in chapter 3 about going around Nineveh asking people to repent, he didn't even, he just said, hey, in 40 days you guys are going to be destroyed. In 40 days you're going to, I mean, yeah, he, he kind of exactly. did the minimum, and God he still used that. A whole city changed. Right. But a part of it is he billion, being willing to give God our will. Mm-hmm. God, It's God's power. It's not our power anyway. So I think bottom line is don't let any excuse, and we will all have them, keep us from what God has for us. That's good. Pastor John, thank you so much again. I'm just 
excited about this sermon series. I, I know next week we have a, a great topic for you as well, and so just stick with us. But like I said, we have a lot of serving opportunities uh, this month. So if you're here in the building, make sure you stop by our Love Midland Wall. we got a lot of opportunities for people. Um, so yeah, and again, we hope to see you next time. John, thank you again, and God bless. Mm-hmm.